Hello. So my name is Corinne. Um, thanks for tuning in. Not trying to rhyme, but love it. Okay. So I'm going to title this series of podcasts, What the F is Going On? Because I literally ask myself that 20 times a day. Um, I didn't know how I was going to start this. I really have been wanting to do it for a long time. And basically in this episode, I'm just going to go over what the content is um, and a little bit about me. Um, so I just took a shower and I turned the water off and I had no towel. My AC's running. I'm buck fucking naked. Excuse me, naked. And I have no towel. There's no towel in sight. And I'm just cold, just cold. And that is just one of many weird things that has probably happened to me throughout the day. Um, but I basically wanted to start this channel to kind of open up to people in a way that I haven't really been able to before other than my therapist. Thank you. Because of course I have no problem letting them know my whole fucking suitcase of, um, let me just get a disclosure out here. I swear I will try not to, but it doesn't happen. I even do it at work. I'm so sorry. It's just ingrained in my soul. I was in the Navy. Um, yeah, I got a mouth like a sailor. Um, but I basically want this to be a safe space for us to laugh and joke and talk about everything in the world that makes us think, what the F is going on? Because I honestly just don't even know. I feel so lost. So I just moved to Reno. I drove. Well, okay, first, I bought a car in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, <sighs> let's not go there. I was I was at school. Drove it to Virginia, stayed there for a week and a half, and then drove that car from Virginia to Reno, where I am now currently living. And let me tell you, this place is honestly very beautiful. I love the mountains. I like that everything's open all night. Um, I like the desert. The weather is really nice. But for those of you that actually know me and you, thank you, whoever you are for joining in, will get to know me. Um, it's not really smart for them to sell alcohol 24 hours a day and me live here. That is just take it away. Like take those privileges away. Like I cannot, like I will just buy alcohol just to buy it because I can, like, I just don't understand. And like bars and casinos and things are open till like six in the morning. Like who's heard of such a thing? I mean, mind you, like I said, I was in the Navy. Like I have tendencies. I do. And I'm not trying to stereotype Navy. I'm just saying the Navy that I knew. And at least all my friends, we were like, it's two o'clock. We have to go home. What? I don't want to do that. We always wanted to go out and now I can go out, but to kind of even that out, I don't know anyone here, like no one, like not one single person that I could go out with. So it's kind of, like I said, double-edged sword. Um, but I think I'll make friends. I make friends pretty easy. I'm already hitting it off at work with everybody. Some girl high-fived me today. That was pretty cool. Uh, kind of made my day. But again, I definitely went in on my day off because there's nothing to do. And so that was fun. I only did half a day. Um, but basically getting back to the, the trip over here, Virginia to Reno, it took four days and it was just a long trip and we saw a lot of cool stuff, but nothing good enough to kind of get out of the car and actually look at. Like I felt like I was in some type of weird movie. There was a cop who pulled us over who reminded me of Steven Seagal. Um, 
he was being very odd. He's like, I protect this community. What are you doing here? You have out-of-state planes. So that was nice. I felt very, uh, felt like he was very prejudiced against me and my friends that were driving. So, you know, what are you going to do? It ended up in nothing because we weren't doing anything. We were just literally driving at 10 o'clock at night through the desert of Texas. So thank you, Texas, for that. Um, they asked me if I was getting trafficked because I was with two males. So I guess their first thought was, mm, we're near the border of Mexico. She's probably being trafficked. I was like, sir, I am fine. Can I be on my way? Like, it was just such a total inconvenience. So that night ended up going to Cracker Barrel and uh, getting some beers and going to sleep. But um, so the real point of this is I am bipolar and I have borderline personality disorder and I have PTSD and I just needed an outlet. And I was thinking that there might be some people out there who want to listen to me vent about my life. Like yesterday, I, was it yesterday? God, I'm losing track of days. Mmm. No, it wasn't yesterday, but the day before yesterday, I didn't have work. So you bet your ass I was drunk by 2 p.m. and I fell asleep until 6 p.m. And then I woke up and I drank again and I was just crying. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And it's, it honestly amazes me that it throws my mind for such a loop that I moved out here and like being alone, like being isolated, I think is very hard with people with borderline personality disorder because we tend to pick a favorite person. And I had a favorite person and he was my favorite, but unfortunately it didn't work out and he didn't move out here with me. So um, I actually don't have a favorite person right now, which I think is really hard for me. Um, I'm sure some people can relate you know, you go on, you go out and there's days that you just think, well, I don't need a person. I don't need a favorite person. I don't need any of this. And then, okay, we're going to take a break to talk about the fact that my neighbors slam their door every two seconds. Every two seconds, my neighbors slam their door. I have no idea what they're doing going in and out. It's just, it's, it's, it's insane. Anyways, um, living alone and being mentally ill is probably the hardest thing for anybody to do. Um, Unfortunately, I haven't been able to get a doctor's appointment, so I am actually unmedicated right now. I know that's not good, but I'm sure you've all been there before. There was just some outside factor that prevented you from being medicated. So right now, I'm kind of just raw dogging this mental illness and just hoping for the best. And there's been a lot of drinking, and there's been a lot of impulsive decisions, and I kind of just don't really know where I stand. Like... I want to know, like, I want people to, like, comment back and, like, tell me about, like, what do you do when you're unmedicated? Or, like, what do you do when you have a big life change? Like, it's so hard. Um, and my therapist, you know, always tells me to take inventory of the things that are going well and the things that I have and the things that I know and the things that I want to do and kind of make lists. I don't know if it's because I have ADHD that he's always like, just make lists, just make lists, just make lists. So I've got all these lists everywhere, like written down things that I want to do, things that I need, things that I feel. And honestly, I don't know if that's really working because part of me really feels like I'm actually just okay. Like I'm fine. 
I'm literally fine. Like I go to work, I go to work on time. I do great work. Everybody at my work loves me. I'm impressing them with the job that I'm doing. Uh, you know, they know that I know what's going on. They think I'm a really fast learner. I'm working overtime and everything is fine. But you know, there is that part of me that thinks that I'm in one huge meltdown and it just hasn't happened yet. And I'm going to wake up tomorrow and shave my head. I just don't know. Whenever I have an episode, it could go on for months until it comes to a head. So I don't really know how to feel right now about what is actually going on. So that is why I keep saying what the F is going on. Like, I don't know. I can't be this normal, unmedicated, with a new job in a new location, with no friends, completely isolated. There is no way that I feel fine about this. And I know that those of you who are listening to this to try to get a, you know, feel of what other people go through, like in those times that you think that you're actually okay, if you're not in treatment and you're not on medication and you know that you should be, excuse me, you probably are in an episode. I've had episodes sneak up on me so many times, like, you know, it'll go days, weeks, months, and then I'll be like, wow, that whole period of my life was an episode. Like, what was I doing? Like, who is that person? And why would I ever do that or act that way? Like, why would I say that? Like, why, you know, I recently am going through a breakup and it's crazy to me that I haven't really cried about it. I kind of don't know how I feel about it. I feel maybe I'm in shock or maybe I'm just so raw dog down into this episode that it's just not affecting me. It's very strange for me because usually I'm quite the opposite. And if I have a breakup, my whole world comes crashing down. This is probably the first time this has ever happened. And this was someone that I cared about and loved very much. And I still love and I can think about him and think nothing but good things and know that I love him, but I really don't feel sad. So I'm not sure if any of you have experienced something similar. I mean, he was my favorite person and he's gone to, you know, someone that I could really live without. And I think that when this is come full circle, that I'm really going to feel guilty about that because I think maybe I'm taking him for granted um, in the distance because there is actually proven science that people with borderline personality disorder do have an out of state, out of mind perception. So we broke up. And I'm just living my life, but he's also not here. So it makes me think, how would I feel if we were living together and we broke up? And then he went away and I saw him go away and I knew that he was there. I mean, we were very much like toddlers in the sense that, you know, you put your hands over your face and you're gone. And it's like, well, well, you're gone. So what else can I do and fixate on? And then they're back and you're like, oh my God, you're back. So, I mean, if you were to show up here right now, could I honestly say that I wouldn't just have a total breakdown and feel all the love that I have always felt for him? I don't really know. I mean, I probably would, but the fact of the matter is, is that he's not here. He's not coming. And I will probably get over these feelings before anything like that would ever happen. And so it's just, it's quite unfortunate to care for people so deeply and at the same time have the ability to not care for them at all. And if you suffer from BPD, then I think you know what I'm talking about. Now, I also have to deal with my bipolar and that makes me super paranoid 
and I don't like being alone. So it's like going through this breakup and then knowing that I have to spend all this time alone has been very hard on me because now I'm just alone feeling like demons are going to come out of my closet and murder me while I'm sleeping, which is completely irrational. But nevertheless, I do have the thoughts and the dreams. Oh, the sleep paralysis that I endure maybe twice a week. Yeah, that's just that's just great. You know, I haven't really found a therapist who's given me good coping mechanisms. So I kind of just, you know, the therapy thing, I don't know how it's supposed to work. It's not really ever worked for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not promoting alcohol in any way, but twisted tea is actually delicious when it's warm outside. It's very thirst quenching. So I just wanted to quench my thirst. Um, this would actually be super cool if I could get like someone else to come and sit and talk to me so you could like hear me situationally because I think I'm kind of hilarious. But I think alone, you know, left with my thoughts, it's actually really hard to say anything meaningful. This is really just rant. Um, maybe other people can listen to it. Maybe they relate and feel the same way. Maybe they'll make a podcast. Maybe they'll rant. And then maybe I'll listen to it. And it'll make me feel better because it normalizes things that we are told are not normal. Things that we do feel, say that are not normal. It When you know that there's other people out there who are feeling that way and doing those same things, it's like you know that you're not alone, even though you feel so alone. And that's really just the purpose of all of this. Um, I've got nothing but time. I keep trying to go to work. And those of you who suffer from depression, anxiety, any anything, you know how hard it is to have too much time on your hands. I mean, shit, I called my mom at 2 o'clock in the afternoon the other day. Shit tanked. I don't know what I said to this woman. I could not recall for the life of me what I said to her. But the next day I get a text message and she's like, I really hope that you're doing better. I hope you're feeling okay. Everything's going to be okay. And I'm like, well, I must have really fucking lost it. Excuse me again. <sighs> I must have really lost it for her to reach out to me because my mother is not the type of person to care about anybody besides herself. That's something that we can definitely get into if that's something you guys want to hear about. I mean, I know in my heart a lot of the reason why I suffer the way that I do. And most of it is my mother and the other half is my stepfather. She's no longer with him. But I can tell you right now that those two people were so detrimental to my childhood that I say what the F is going on all the time. And I honestly don't know what the F is going on. I'll look up and just not even know because I'm so far off in my mind living in the past. And I don't want to live in the past anymore. So I'm hoping maybe this could be like a memoir thing, like where I can just talk about these things that are just building up inside and maybe I can let them go for, for once and for all. Maybe I can move on for once. Talking to a therapist is hard for me because getting their immediate response makes me feel immediately judged. And I don't know that I like that. And I don't know that I need that. Maybe I do. But I would just like to have people who relate to me, who want to listen to me, and hope that I can uplift your day and let you know that it's going to be all right. Because we're all in this together, one step at a time, one day at a time. 
God, I felt like I was just in an AA meeting. It works if you work it. No, I'm not trying to brainwash you into anything. I'm sorry. I'm just honestly here to kind of just let you know that from experience, like, you know, you can hit rock bottom and you can still get better. I mean, shit, two years ago, I was in jail. A year before that, I was in the hospital and a mental institute for trying to kill myself. And I died for three minutes. Um, I was working at Starbucks. I got kicked out of the Navy. Couldn't keep a job. Got fired from my phlebotomy job. Went to do nursing. Got fired from that because I had to have surgery. Was working from home for T-Mobile for $12 an hour. I mean... I know that's not quite minimum wage in Virginia, but like, please tell me how you can survive off that. I couldn't even survive off of it. It was, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. And the universe blessed me with an opportunity to go to school where my veteran status still stood and counted for me to have my tuition paid. And I went to school and now I have a great job and I'm making almost $70,000 a year. So if you ever feel like you are going to give up because it's just too hard, there is a silver lining. And I promise you, if you put the work in, you will get there. I did not fall apart. I stayed strong when I went to jail. I stayed strong every time something hit the fan. You know, every I had a bad marriage that, <laughs> oh my God, the marriage lasted for half a second before he cheated. Um, and I didn't let any of those things bring me down. And I worked really hard to get to where I am today. And I guess that's why I feel like there's no way that I cannot be broken up about this breakup. I cannot be broken up about this move. Like, how am I okay? But, you know, at the same time, you've got to wonder, everything does make you stronger. And maybe I am okay. Maybe I really am okay. And maybe it's all fine. But only time is going to tell. So I'd like to keep talking with you guys and letting you know my thoughts. Um, and hopefully you like them too. And yeah, it was nice to meet you all. So I'm going to sign off, um, take a break, maybe drink and smoke my vape a little bit. And then I might be back for some story times for you guys today. So alrighty, nothing but love. Take care. Bye.